0: Hello, Humble Yoke. I wanted to pop in here and invite you to join what we are doing in the Humble Yoke Facebook community. We're going to go through the book of Proverbs together and we're going to do one proverb a day. Now, I might mix up the way this one proverb a day goes, it could be a little bit more than just one verse. So, just hang out, let's do this together, and we will learn to walk through this life a little bit differently with a little more wisdom and a lot more kindness. ever feel like you struggle with wisdom? Just simply knowing what to do or how to not get all caught up in the pitfalls of life? Am I alone with that? I don't think that I am. (laughs) So that being said, what I'm doing here today is something a little bit different than a regular episode. So, welcome to Humble Yoke. If you are new here, I am so glad that you found us. And I say us as in this whole community. We're just messy humans doing a crazy life together, all the while understanding that it's God's grace that keeps us going. And Proverbs is a fantastic book for knowing what to do and what not to do. (laughs) So I decided in the Facebook community, and I wanted to share it with you, obviously, that we were going to do a walk through the book of Proverbs. Now, I titled this whole journey as a proverb a day, but it's going to look more than just one verse because If you look at the book of Proverbs, you kind of have to just keep on going. Um, So be warned, it's not going to be just one verse, okay? What I intend to do with this is encourage you to write truth on your heart because like Proverbs 31 ministry says, when you know the truth and live the truth, it changes everything. And I could not agree more. So we're going to go through the book of wisdom together. Now, oftentimes we might say, oh my gosh, no one wrote a manual to life. I have no idea what to do with this. Well, here's the thing. There is actually a book written on what we do with life, how we navigate through life, and how we try to go through life without creating so much damage, like a bull in a china shop. So... I know people struggle with wisdom. I am one of those people. And I really want to help us both navigate this life and walk in a fashion of being changed. Because again, when we know better, we do better. So, right now, I want you to grab your Bible, whether it's electronic or it is paper form, either of which is totally fine. The most important thing is that you're there. Now, if you're new to doing all things Bible, welcome. I'm super excited. And there is no shame in not knowing what is in there from cover to cover. It is a process. It is a journey. I was raised in church. I have had the Bible my entire life. And guess what? I still feel like a beginner. (laughs) Because here's the thing. The Bible, every time you pick it up, it's a really cool thing, but it can be intimidating. When you read scripture... It's going to give you a different message every time you read it. And that's the whole beauty of having the Holy Spirit to be our guide. And I don't want you to feel discouraged with this process. So I hope you have your Bible out at this point. Let's open up to the table of contents. You are going to find the Proverbs in the Old Testament. That is the first book of the Bible. You have the Old Testament and then you have the New Testament. So Proverbs will lie between Psalms and Ecclesiastes. So we're going to go to Proverbs chapter one, verse one, and we're going to go through verse seven. Now, like I said, the idea of Proverbs is to extend wisdom from the wise to the unwise or from the wise to the young in wisdom, to the immature of wisdom, to those who are just hearing wisdom for the first time. All right. So the first one is all about purpose and theme. So let's start in verse 1 and go through verse 7. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1. The proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple. Knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. And let the discerning get guidance for understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Okay, I'm not going to unpack a whole lot while we do this, but there are a couple pieces I really want to highlight to you. If you have a digital version of this stuff, you might be able to have some of the footnotes like my stuff does. And right now I am going through a digital version of the NIV, the new international version I really like this one. It is a fantastic translation of the Bible. But you find your jam, whatever it is that speaks to you and gives you clear understanding, that's what you need. You don't need one more reason to be intimidated. There are so many different variations of it. I will just say... It's probably not great to start with the message version because the message version is going to sum up information and give you like a general explanation of what you're reading. It's not necessarily going to give you the, um, the whole content of the book or chapter or verse that you're reading. So I really encourage you find a version that isn't like a, a sum or a rounded up explanation or whatever. All right, so I want to touch in verse four of uh, Proverbs chapter one, verses one through seven. So verse four says, um, forgiving prudence to those who are simple. Now, this, this is a derivative of a Hebrew word rendered simple in Proverbs explains a person who is gullible, someone who does not have moral direction, and they're more inclined to evil. That's the footnote in my Bible for what simple actually refers to. And then I wanted to come down to, let me double check here. <laughs> there was another one. Um, uh, yeah, so I wanted to highlight how it says, um, let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. So here it's, it's saying, you know, you're going to constantly build upon what you know. You're going to constantly build on that foundation set for you. The Bible, like I said, every time you're reading something, you're going to learn something new. Whether you have read it cover to cover 100,000 times, you're going to learn something new. This is one line of communication from God. He's going to help you discern and get the guidance that you need. When we ask for wisdom, he will give it to us freely. And you can find that in the book of James. Okay, now we go down to verse six. It says, for understanding proverbs and parables. Okay, proverbs, this is pieces of wisdom, okay? Parables, I really think that, um, it, it. okay, it, it's almost like riddles. And it even says that in the other piece of verse six. For understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. Jesus always spoke to people in parables. There were very few times where he was like, I will give you a direct answer. And there's a reason for this. For those who um, are with the Spirit and, and those who know God and know how to recognize him, if, if God was standing in front of them, they would know how to recognize him because they are one of God's children. They, they recognize the voice of their shepherd. They know how to look for him. They know him with the rod and staff and, and all of that stuff. We can find that like in the beginning of the Bible everywhere. Okay. There's a way to identify God, but If we can understand all the things in the in-between, the things that are not so obvious to the naked eye, the things that, um, the, the fine details, that's what that means is in the parables and the riddles of the wise, we're going to be able to discern God when it is not explicitly said. So just like when Jesus was in the temple during Holy week, they say, you know, like, who are you? Like prove yourself. Um, if you are of him, you can do this, and he says, "You know, even if I did prove this to you, you wouldn't even know it because you are more for the performance, you are more for the ritual, the power the the way to hold something over the lesser." the lesser person's head you're about that stuff you're not actually about teaching the word of god you may call yourself a teacher or a rabbi but you actually are not because this is what that job description entails if you cannot understand the parables and the riddles you're probably not going to be of clear mind or sober minded to be able to recognize god even if he was in front of you So when we come back down to riddles of the wise, this is all about understanding a proverb, namely a parable, and the sayings of the wise, their riddles. Okay, that's what it translates to in my translation. All right, verse 7, we see the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Okay, so... You are not reading the fear of the Lord as in be scared of him. It is to recognize who he is, to recognize his authority and to, to provide reverence in this relationship. You are respecting him like you are to respect your father, but, and then some, (laughs) because God is all knowing God is all powerful and he is always with us around us and always fighting for us. We have to respect him as God. He is our good father. He is the almighty. He knows all. He does all. And and that's just it. We have to respect him for that. So the Hebrew words rendered fool in Proverbs and often elsewhere in the Old Testament denote a person who is morally deficient. And that's one of the footnotes of my Bible. They are morally deficient. They are not aligned With God. Their soul is not light. Their soul is attracted to the perverse type of things of this life. They're attracted to the darkness. And they are not going to be someone that, if God stood in front of them, they would just know Him. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. We know who he is. We know how to find him. We know what he does. And we know that he is all-consuming of this world. Fools are those who lack in wisdom. They are morally deficient. So therefore, they're going to despise the wisdom of God and his instruction. He calls us to this life that most cannot like endure the walk of. Every day that we are Christians, we are going to experience the persecution of that life. We have very conservative values. We know what God expects of us, and that is not what the world expects of us. The world says, live your own truth, write your own story. It's totally okay. And then we have the book of Proverbs here saying, no, 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 all of that is wrong. Listen to my father's instruction here. Don't forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland to grace your head, to give you that that helmet of salvation, to rebuke you whenever you have strayed. The knowledge of God is everything we need to navigate this life in a very wise fashion. Now what I'm referring to as this helmet is the armor of God. It's in Ephesians chapter 6. It begins in verse 10. I'll go ahead and read that to you before we conclude this episode. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the sword of God. So this was a letter from Paul to um, the church of Ephesus. He was behind bars writing the New Testament. Now, if I were behind bars, I probably would not be so inclined to write letters of encouragement. <laughs> but he was speaking from experience. And he's saying, just like the Roman soldier, that belt of truth is going to be the very essence of, Of your foundation. So don't be afraid. Put on that helmet of salvation and know that God is almighty. He has all the power. And we have to know that everything that's going on in the spiritual realms, God's got that under control. It's just us, the people. We are the sinners and we hate the sin, but we don't hate the sinner. We are just the battleground for what the enemy's trying to do. He didn't get the message, the battle's been won. He didn't get that message, so he's going to do everything he can to trip you up, get you in these pitfalls, and make you live life looking like a fool, so that's why we go back to the book of Proverbs. It's laid out for us. It's meant to be an instruction that helps us live this life in a wise way so we aren't the calamity Jane going through this life. So I encourage you guys, let's do this together. Let's go through the book of Proverbs. And even if I'm not here to be the voice in your ear, pick up your Bible. Don't be discouraged. Pray to God. Ask for the things that you need, and he will give it to you without shame. He is not a God that's going to shame you. He loves you no matter what. As long as you believe that he is God and his son died to give you a chance at life, you are golden and you can do this i totally know you can listen to me i am a sinner i am the worst of them i struggle with doubt sometimes i sin i sin against people i have gossiped i i probably gossip more than i even know i do the things i say the four letter words sometimes i i am a sinner too But here's the thing, I have been through so much in my life and I have no choice but to believe in God because the stupid things I have done to myself, it is only God himself that has pulled me out of the fire. There are so many times that I should not have made it out alive and I mean that literally, not just metaphorically. And God has pulled me out of that fire every single time. So here's the thing, if he can save me, he can save you. Don't be discouraged. You've got this. Run this race well and finish. Go on with that endurance that God's going to give you because he will see a perfect work to its completion. Be encouraged, friends. You can do this. And we're depending on you. We need more of you. Go out and tell your messy story and let them know how an almighty, perfect, amazing God gave all the redemption in the world to you and your story. So that way you could encourage someone else to be brave and live this life as according to God in all of its beautiful facets. All right, guys, I will see you soon. We will walk through the book of Proverbs together, and we're going to go through this life being a little bit wiser, and we're going to extend more love rather than throw in more fiery arrows like the evil one does, okay? All right, let's do this together, friends. Take care of yourselves. I'll see you soon.